Support for Backseat Quarterbacks is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer just for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code BSQB at manscaped.com. That is right, 20% off and free, nothing beats free, worldwide shipping with the code BSQB at manscaped.com. Benjamin, tell me a time where you've nicked your balls while trimming below the waist. Give me a story, my friend. That's what the listeners want to hear. Well, I won't go into too much detail, but let me just say, the, the adrenaline rush and the life flashing before your eyes, I mean, hey, I like roller coasters, but not in the nether region. Okay, that's not something I want to deal with. So um, I enjoy the peace of mind of the, the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. I um, have used it multiple times now. Um, You're a daily you know, trimmer. Yes. I, I mean, uh, the best maintenance, right? If, if it's, uh, you know, you keep it maintained, you don't got to go, you know, do more work later. So that's, mm-hmm. that's, my, uh, that's my philosophy. But yeah, love it. Also, same philosophy with the, with the nose hairs. You do also, they do also offer a little a nose hair trimmer, you know? The worst thing I'd say is, is maybe go in and, and meet somebody on a first date and you got some long nose hairs coming out. That just looks oh, bad. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know? You can't do that. Um, so you got to trim it up a little bit. I know Sterling has a huge problem with nose hairs. So he's probably been using that like a madman lately. Um, two days. Yeah, he's doing two days. Okay. Well, listen. We can fix your problems if you have a lot of nose hair or if you're constantly scraping your nuts with whatever you're using at this current time. Here's how we can do it. Yep. Get 20% off and free shipping. I can't get over that enough. Free shipping. That's a, if you're not shipping free, what are you doing at this point? Manscaped shipping free. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code BSQB at manscaped.com that is 20% off with free free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code bsqb at checkout unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped woo Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, I am joined by Benny and Steve as we go over all of the action in Week 13. Week 13, can you believe it's already here? Um, It was a fun football day, except for that Sunday night game. What a boring snooze fest. Very disappointing that was what we got from the Broncos. Defense looked good. Teddy, H2O. Theodore, dual gloves. Come on, Teddy. We need a better out of you. Um... We also, at the very end, we do some college football discussion because the college football playoff is set. I know this is not a college football podcast, but all three of us have had our eyes glued to the screen on Saturdays the last couple of weeks. Uh, Michigan, Alabama, of course, Georgia, and Cincinnati will duel for uh, uh, college football uh, championship, the crown, the royal throne. Woo! And uh, we also get a little bit of uh, Benny's takes on the MLB lockout. That's at the very end. Uh, last but not least on the Centro, 
I'm going to just say. Tomorrow, we got Patriots, Bills, uh, ESPN, Monday Night Football. Manning Cast is going to be calling this as well. I'm so excited for that game. I hope I am not let down. I don't think I will be. Uh, Patriots, baby. We are back. The hypothetical one seed if the season ended today in the AFC. How about that? Okay, without further ado, here is Benny. Let's do it. Benny, Steve, salutations. Hello, how are you? Bing bong. Lucky life. Oh my goodness. Okay, well, we just spent about 40 minutes talking about fantasy football. The playoffs are set. We don't talk about it much on this pod, but it is myself, Steven, Brandon Olson, one of our most loyal viewers, fighting the good fight in Syria, and uh, Ty Carlton. Uh. So we'll see what happens. As you as you may have noticed, Benny is not in there. He's uh, been fuming about Matt Ryan for the last month and a half. So yep. we can stop hearing about that now that he's Guys, officially gone. I missed the playoffs by one game. Started Matt Ryan in week 11. Lost by three, like three point something points. Yep, looks like you're washed up now with that decision. Matt Ryan had 0.68 points that week. I okay. st- literally, if I started anybody, anybody, any other player, QB who touched the field, I would have, I would have won. Including Not so fast, Colt my McCoy. friend. I bet, I bet there's some people that and Strevler, <laughs> Strevler, and Colt McCoy, all of them, I would have won mm-hmm. any of them. Looks like a bad decision by you there. So, okay, we'll we'll be giving you periodic updates throughout the playoffs. Um, yeah, that's all I can say about that. Okay, so that's exciting. What wasn't exciting was a Sunday night game. One of the, a man that loves bad football. This was too bad even for me. And uh, my takeaway is this. I think I've had enough Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater in my life. You know, I think I've seen enough of him for, for me to be. I don't need to watch another snap of a game he plays. You know what you're getting? Mediocre, sometimes average, usually slightly below. And uh, that's, that's what happened this game. That defense, the Broncos defense, totally stifled Mahomes. Mahomes had one of the worst games of his career. and it wasn't a competitive game because Denver couldn't move the ball or Denver could move the ball. They just couldn't score points. And uh, Teddy is Teddy. And we've learned that throughout the history of his career. And so uh, I look forward to watching the Denver Broncos next year with hopefully a new uh, signal caller. what do you think, Benny? Rogers. Um, I mean, I feel like the chiefs might sneak that one seed and it makes me sad. Well, not so fast, uh, my brother. There's a the team Patriots. in Patriots. I know, I know. There's there's a team in Foxborough, I know, but um yeah, I don't know. They they look they look better, but I'm still not sold. Or they're winning games. Okay. Yeah. Can before before we go on real quick, and before you say anything about the Broncos, Steve, I was watching, I watched every Sunday, I watch everything basically. It's like my eyes are bleeding by the end of uh, a football Sunday. I don't think the Chiefs or the Ravens are good. I think they've they're beating bad teams and teams they should win or uh, or should beat, but they just look bad. And I understand what's most important is getting that W or that L. Am I am I off base here? Like they they just aren't winning games well. Like these are the forty. This is the Chiefs. They're on a win streak now um, since that Titans beatdown. They beat the Giants. 
20 to 17. That game was stinky. They beat Jordan Love 13 to 7. They killed the Raiders. That was a good one. They beat the Cowboys 19 to 9. And then they just beat the Broncos 22-9, but I think they only had one touchdown drive on offense. I think they got a pick six there, if I remember correctly. Um, the defense looks good. The offense? <laughs> concerned. I'm still concerned. I don't know why Mahomes cannot I don't know why Mahomes is not successful against a legit base defense. They're not doing anything confusing. I, and Mahomes is this ultra talented guy. It makes no sense to me. Sorry about that though. My question basically was, are we sure the Ravens and chiefs are good teams, but we can get into that later. Steve, you go. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, if you don't take anything. No, yeah. That's talking about a whole lot right there. No, but uh, that, the Broncos suck. I don't know why I believe them ever. I can't wait for Aaron Rodgers. If Teddy Bridgewater doesn't throw two picks, maybe this game's a little closer, but. It, it wasn't it wasn't close if you would just look at stats so just need Mah- Mahomes Mahomes was 50 percent 184 and yeah no if you and look at are... if you look at stats the Broncos should have won this game yeah if you just look at the passing stats like Teddy usually doesn't throw for over 250 yards every game it's and Javante Williams balled out yeah Javante Williams we always out. have a good running back so I'm not worried about that we have good receivers uh, if anything this year is proving to these like quarterbacks that could come to Denver it's like look they literally are a quarterback away this defense is stellar if if we had someone like Aaron Rodgers we we would be a playoff team easy Fangio's keeping his job right 100% yeah he's like I don't like defensive coaches but he's so good at it so he he wouldn't he wouldn't swap over to a defensive coordinator position from a head coaching job on the same team so I would want to keep him as a head I would want to keep him as a Steve, head coach. Nobody, I don't think anybody would do that. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, you, I don't. I don't think anyone would either. But we like to retain your services. Just, as I would. Yeah. Like, if you, it's always like, hey, do you want to get fired? Or do you just want to switch jobs? You know, I would be like, oh, you know what? <laughs> let's, let's keep that job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just throwing I, it out there. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll. You want me to fill up the Gatorade? I still got a job getting paid this much. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, look, you same salary, but you're the one. Yeah, same boy. salary, Kelly. I would do that, but someone Not who's bad. an NFL head coach, no. Fangio, Can kind you of imagine the work-life balance there. Oh, much more family time. Oh my exactly. god. Uh, Fangio has kind of created the architect of how to stop Mahomes, though. This defense, if you go back through what Mahomes has done against Denver since Fangio has been the coach there. He's been pretty mediocre, if not just flat out bad and below average, every team that plays the chiefs watch this tape, just watch what happened in this game. And yeah, you need personnel to be able to play man like this, but I think a lot of teams have good personnel and in, in their secondaries that, that they'll play in the playoffs and uh, good coaches should watch this and should take advantage of this. And if you have the team that can play this type of football, You'll have success. Mahomes has shown that he can't beat this. And uh, credit to Fangio, Fanny Pack Fangio. I love Vic. Um, okay. Anything? Anything else from that Broncos game? Just got so many good nicknames. <laughs> oh, also Patrick Sertain's amazing. Uh, uh, PS2. They should. Yeah, that's gonna. <laughs> they should have probably taken a quarterback there. I think we. I think great Fields, console. I think Mac Jones or Fields <laughs> would be uh, would be both better for that team just because of how um, they need a QB. But um, Sertain's been really good. And so it, he's been better than most of the other people picked ahead of Mac Jones and Fields. 
for for teams yeah. that do that. So that's why I'm not upset about it. If he turned out to be a corner who just gets burned all the time, then I would care. But he's been really good, especially his last this last half of the season so far. He's been really good. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be. I think he's gonna translate to a multiple time All Pro lockdown guy. So it's New acceptable. It's a, yeah, maybe. Hmm. Ooh, champ CB original. You know, CB yep, I'm, I'm getting traded. <laughs> oh. oh yeah that would that would break that would break some hearts yeah can you imagine him in uh the cheeseheads for for rogers being a part of that deal oh um okay moving on let's do what was the game of the week um the lions game oh yeah duh. Lion, lions and then Minshew is what we're gonna do back to back here um so the lions won and they won on a literal walk-off touchdown uh, where the Vikings defensive back was playing the back of the, <laughs> the pylon, the back of the back of the end zone. He wasn't, he wasn't on the, the entrance of the end zone. And so he let the guy catch it basically un, untouched. Now I had money yeah, on the, the Vikings. Yeah. We, by the way, our par- podcast parlay lost again. Thanks to the Vikings, my side, uh, just a straight money line that looked good. It should have won. Uh, another one bites the dust. We'll win this next. The one line money line that would have lost all year. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. Um, I have no words to describe. <laughs> like the Lions stink. Mike Zimmer's done. I I would be surprised if he isn't fired after this. They're five and seven. They're still in the hunt. That's the thing. But it's like the Vikings have played this way this whole season. Their DVOA is top ten. They're a top ten football team. They're five and seven. Uh, they, they've coached, they coach themselves into, into holes all the time. Uh, they, their game plan is stupid when they, when they have Dalvin cook, when they just try to establish a run, when they have Thielen and, uh, and Justin Jefferson on the outside, you should get the ball to them. You can use cook in the past game. Um, now Zimmer isn't the offensive guy, but he's, he's like Pete Carroll. He kind of dictates what the team does. Uh, I think he should be fired. The Vikings probably going to miss the playoffs because of this loss. They had an inside edge, but now they've dropped two in a row. And yeah, Kirk Cousins. Too, too bad twos in a row, too. Yeah. They should have won both the games. Like they should, they should have well, been. That's, what, I'm that's what makes them worse. For the last week. Yeah, I know. It's it's just, yeah. I'm I'm out on the 49er or not the 49ers, sorry, the Vikings. They played the 49ers last week. And um, all hail Dan Campbell. Way to get a win there. I really thought they were going to go winless. I think we all we all believe that after after they're getting just. Hey, congrats, to Dan Campbell. Congrats to Dan Campbell. A well deserved first. A well deserved first win as head coach of the Lions. Probably the only one this year. Uh, who do they have next week? Do they have the Broncos next week? That's a get back game for uh, a get right game for Denver. I think because I don't think Goff will complete a first down pass. <laughs> Hot take there. But that Lions team is still really stinky. It's just the Vikings. I we should know there's teams you don't bet on. There's teams you don't pick. And those teams are the Vikings and the Chargers and the Eagles, those three, because they let you down so much, or they put up great games when you bet against them. Same with the Ravens, too, actually. So those four. So just remember that. I won't remember that because I bet on the Vikings this week. And I bet against the Chargers this week. And I almost bet against the Ravens. That would have been a good bet, didn't do it. Uh, what other team did I say not to bet on <laughs> or against? See, there's too many. The Eagles. The Eagles, I've lost money this whole year, and we're going to talk about them now. Minshew. Um, after the game, nice. Sirianni. Yeah, I know that was pretty nice. After the game, Sirianni got interviewed and was saying, 
is Jalen Hurts still the QB? And he said, of course, yeah. Why? <laughs> I Like, what is, why do people have this thing against Minshew? He was really good for Jacksonville. He's a lot better yeah. than Trevor Lawrence. That's for sure. He is. Yeah. Uh, he starts this game. I, I tweeted out when he was announced the starter, I said 500 yards and five touchdowns incoming. Now he wasn't that good. Uh, that's, that's statistically good, but he, I think he completed his first like 12 passes or something yeah. for two touchdowns. Exactly. Uh, Minshew is. Didn't he have like a per- perfect pass rating or something or something? Probably something close to it. I, yeah. uh, I don't have the, I, I need to get the box score up. He, <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't roll with the hot hand. Uh, he was 20 for 25, 242 and two touchdowns. They scored almost every drive. They had 33 points. I think they only punted. Um, I think they only punted w- once. Yeah, only one punt. Question. What up? Would you rather have Gardner Minshew or Baker Mayfield? Oh, see, I think they're even. I really do. I think you're getting the same QB. And I think, the, the, I think they are too. And I would probably, honestly, and this is a terrible hot take because he's not really one much in his career, but I think Minshew in the Browns offense would be probably more effective than Baker, but Baker's really injured this year. So again, I don't want to, I don't want to be like the guy that says Baker stinks like that. I think Minshew's a top 20 guy. I really do. I maybe that's, maybe that's way too hot take-ish and overrating him, but look at what he's done throughout his career. When he starts, he's been good. He's been effective. Uh, somebody, somebody needs to sign him this offseason. He's, he doesn't throw picks. He has a high completion percentage. I just, I don't really understand why he, uh, why he is getting all this, all this shit. He has a mullet in his picture. Maybe that's part of the reason, but uh, in, in Jacksonville. Okay. Last year or the year he started a lot of games, he started 14 games in 2019, 21 touchdowns, six picks last season. He started nine games, 16 touchdowns, five picks, uh, 63 completion percentage career. That's not bad. That's, I mean, listen, I'd rather have him on the, on the Broncos and Bridgewater for sure. 100%. Huge upgrade. Um, Now watch next week. He starts and he has just a terrible game, (laughs) but no, I I think, I think what Minshew did today, I'm not bringing Jalen hurts back and starting over this. I'm just not, I'm going, I'm rolling with Gardner. Did you see how hyped up he was after the win? Minshew? Yeah. With his dad? Yeah, it should be. Pretty cool, pretty cool thing. Jalen Hurts' stats this year. He's completing 60% of passes, uh, 13 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. And that's really box score watching. That doesn't include his rushing. He's obviously a a dynamic uh, rusher, too. Uh, Where is it? Where is it? Can't see it. But, yeah, it's, it's it's not including that. Oh, I found it. He has 700 yards and eight touchdowns rushing. So, I mean, yeah, that's a, that's an aspect you don't have, but I think the uh, teams like the Eagles teams, like the 49ers, they should really use their two quarterbacks. The Minshew should be the primary passer. They should bring in Hertz for, you know, goal line situations and third and short fourth and short situations where you're going to do like read options. I think that's what the 49ers should do as well with Trey Lance. I, I, that's that, you know, am I crazy? Does that I mean, no one in the NFL actually does that, but I think it'd be cool to see. Yeah. I, with, I don't know what the Panthers are going to do, but with like Cam Newton do that, bring, he should not be a quarterback anymore. He should be the, the goal line guy. And I think that that would be yeah. smart to use uh, Trey Lance until he's ready. Cause I think we're projecting him to be 
better than just a change of pace guy to just come in for read options and wildcat shit. But until he's ready, have him do that. There was a couple moments in that 49ers Seahawks game today. Uh, I think they ran it on fourth and two. They did a read. They did like an option play. That's a terrible play with Jimmy Garoppolo. You have a, a legit athletic freak, your rookie QB. He should be in on that play. And I think there's a lot of moments with this Eagles team where you see Hertz's lack of passing ability and not that he's bad. He's just pretty limited on, on, on how well he's reading defenses at this point in his career. And I think Baker, you're getting a lot less or not Baker. See, I'm confusing the two with Minshew. I think you're getting a lot less mistakes. And uh, I think you can use both effectively. And the Eagles are in playoff position. They are there. I think they're, I think they're officially the seventh seed right now. I think they're in. No, I think, sorry. I think Washington won. So that put them back out, but they're half a game out. They have a chance to make the playoffs and I, I would ride the hot hand, which is Gardner Minshew. That's a lot of, that's a lot of talking for that. So sorry, Steve. Yeah, I don't, I, isn't it hurts like super hurt right now too. So I don't know. I think he's supposed to be back next week, but now that they see what they got with their backup, quote unquote backup, maybe they'll let it rest one more week. Who do they play? What's that'd, their that'd be good for you too, because then who's uh Brandon gonna start in the playoffs? <laughs> oh please. Gosh. They play what's the date today? The fifth. Oh, they have a bye this week. So he's gonna start Dak is who he's gonna start. Oh, never mind. <laughs> ah, god damn it. Uh so they have a bye. So maybe Hertz will be back after the bye, but I'm I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Do you have anything to add, Benny or Steve, on that? Or are we treading along? Nope. Treading along? Okay. Let's see here. Oh, probably one of the best rivalries in all of sports today, the Ravens-Steelers. Did you know Harbaugh Tomlin have coached against each other, I think, 30 times now? That's the third most wow. um, in NFL history, coach versus coach. Number one, I think, was Curly Lambeau versus George Hallis. Uh Two of the founders of the game of football. I think they coached 48 times. So you got about 10 more years to catch up to them, Harbaugh and Tomlin. Do you think either or both will still be in their position in 10 years? Probably it's a chance. Not. It's a chance. They're not I mean, old. Maybe, maybe, maybe they, I mean, they're not old. Maybe they go to other teams and just not in the division and kind of rack some more. Oh, yeah. You get two a year in that. You know, would yeah. you guys think of the Ravens going for two at the end? I like it. Gutsy play. You like it? What about you, Benny? Um, love it. Oh, you love it? I, the pass was just a little bad. Yeah, that was a bad throw. It should have been a free, that should have been the game over right there if the pass was correct. Hindsight's 2020. Obviously, people are going to say they should have just taken the points. They got Tucker, they go to overtime. if they get the ball, a field goal wins it pretty, pretty much because you're, you're playing Big Ben, right? Uh, but that fails to realize that the Steelers were averaging seven yards per, per play in the fourth quarter. They were kind of driving down the Ravens' throat. Um, Marlon Humphrey's out for the season now. So yeah, that's what they were thinking, too. They're like, you know, momentum's on our side. If we, we got to win it here, or we're going to lose anyway. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's definitely. They, you know, 52 uh, 48 on it's like blackjack except uh 
going forward, you're the house. So it's 52% chance you, you convert the two point conversion. I like those odds. I like the play call. It was executed poorly. Uh, I'm happy they lost, obviously, because I'm a Patriots fan. And again, I don't think this, I said this at the, at the onset of the, at the pod. I don't think this Ravens team is that great. Uh, you look at their wins and you look at their schedule. They should have lost to the Lions. They should have lost to the Chiefs. They should have lost to the uh, Colts. They should have lost to all these teams. It, 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 the Vikings. It's they win them. They've they won all of those games that I just named. Uh, so that's resilience. And Lamar has been balling out on a very hurt team. But the last month or so, he's really been extremely limited passing. You watch him. It's mesmerizing how incredibly hard it is to get him down okay because he's so elusive and so fast as soon as he gets the edge he's gone but when he's passing when he's actually dropping back he he's been i can't even i don't even know how to describe what what i'm seeing he doesn't have any arc under his ball uh he's throwing off his back foot too much and and he's turning the ball over too much and if he gets those turnovers in check you know maybe they make a run I, I just I need to see it first before I believe in it. Now he's obviously a phenomenal quarterback, but he's just been struggling a lot. Big Ben, his last stand. He's been telling people it's his last season in Pittsburgh. Does that mean he plans? To keep, does that mean he plans to keep playing? Because he doesn't oh. say it's my last season. I'm not planning on retiring. He says it's my last season in Pittsburgh. That's a key distinction. He's going to test the market. Uh, Denver yeah. might need a quarterback. Seahawks might need a quarterback. Oh my God! Big Ben on behind. This hey, here's, here's what line. I want. Here's what I want. <laughs> yeah, that'd be horrible. Let's uh, you know get a good haul for Russell Wilson. If if we're if we're blowing it up, hey, I love I I love Russell Wilson. But if we're gonna blow it up, let's get a good haul for Russell Wilson. Sign Minshew in the off season. I'll take Minshew in Seattle. A little one year rental for Minshew, fifteen million or something. See if he roll he, with him. I'll give him two years, dude. Okay, maybe yeah, maybe one year. Prove yourself. Okay, yeah, but I, do it. Yeah, what can you? What can go wrong? You're gonna be resetting anyways. If he sucks, he sucks. He already tanked for. Yeah, he already Good, got. He already pick. tanked successfully for one team, right? They got Trevor Lawrence out of it. Who Minshew's better than right now, by the way. <laughs> so, um, mm. yeah, I I don't know what Big Ben's gonna be doing. He had one pass today. It seems like he has this still. He has one or two passes in him where he uses up. All his stamina, all his energy. Have you played? Have you guys played like, uh, like fighting games? You know, you have like the energy bar to where if you throw yeah, just like haymakers, yeah, yeah, like UFC. If you're just throwing like the haymakers or whatever, you you get labored really quickly. Big Ben has that when he throws a ball thirty yards downfield. He just immediately is he's done for you know two or three possessions. He he has two or three in him. He had one to Deontay Johnson. One of the best balls of the year. I, I I couldn't believe my eyes. I thought my eyes were deceiving me. I said, is that Dwayne Haskins? Is that Mason Rudolph throwing this ball? I don't think Big Ben has this in him. He dropped it full stride, right in the hands, dropped it, uh, Deontay Johnson. And I was like, you just ruined the only good pass you're going to get. So, you know, he did win it though. And Big Ben's been, you know, they're six and five. The AFC, the both these both these conferences are wicked close, and so we're in for we're in for a treat these last few weeks. Here's Pittsburgh's remaining schedule. Wicked. Yeah, I know. I don't know why I use that word. Wicked. Here's Pittsburgh's remaining schedule. Okay. Big, they big got. Fan. 
Yeah, I am. I can't wait for next. I can't wait for tomorrow. Uh, we got Minnesota at Minnesota, Tennessee at home. No Derrick Henry. That's, you know, at Kansas City, Cleveland at home, at Baltimore. So it's not an easy into the schedule, but I think nine wins gets you in there. So if you can go three and two, I think you make the playoffs. Big Ben, one last time. So, okay. You guys got anything to say about that? No, sir. Wicked game. Oh, my God. Wicked. <sighs> okay. Sterling's <clears throat> wicked smart with the picks. Yeah. Big Ben is wicked atrocious. <laughs> By the way, atrocious. I, I so much. By the way, I'm back. I took a commanding lead in uh in our picks this week. We all had pretty good weeks. Um, but I am back in the lead, back in the driver's seat. Okay. A few other things we'll touch touch on and we'll we'll end this pretty pretty quickly. Um Chargers, Bengals. Honestly. I don't know what to say about that game. Here was my two bets. I had Bengals minus one at the half. I had Bengals minus three full game. I really thought the Bengals were going to take it to the Chargers. Chargers, one of the worst run defenses in the NFL. Thought Mixon would have a huge game. 19 carries, 54 yards. I Herbert's not been looking great uh, after all the hype of the first couple of weeks. He had a couple of good games now back-to-back. Looks like he's doing well, but I was betting against that. Uh, you know, I, I honestly, this game got 16-0 quick. I think it was 22-0 at one point. And then uh, it ended up being like a two-point two game in the third quarter. And then uh, I'm pretty sure what happened was Burrow. Did Burrow fumble? Or, yeah, he fumbled and threw a pick on like back-to-back possessions. And then it was a blowout. So props and to... blew out his pinky. <laughs> yeah, he did. He broke his pinky, I think. Props to the Chargers for taking care of business on the road and seven and five, you know, both these teams are now seven and five. Again, the teams are so stacked together because there's no real outliers in the NFC. You have some, you have three teams now with uh, three losses, two or three losses, Cardinals, Packers, Bucks, and the AFC, every team has at least four. So you have teams that are eight and four, Seven and five, six and six, just stacked throughout there. And then you have, you know, the Texans and the Jaguars coming up in the caboose. But that's about it. Going to be fun few games. Uh, what do you guys think about this? Bengals, Chargers. Any thoughts, any takes? Mm. I don't just don't, I don't know if the Bengals are ready for uh, playoff football. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like to me. Um, Got you, right? I'm not, I'm still not. Yeah, so I just yeah, I just don't know. I don't know if either of these teams are really ready to compete, you know, or like make a playoff run. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they're they're both right on the edge. You know, next year if they they elevate, you know, um, are a little more consistent, then they're they're, they're both going to be good teams next year. Obviously, I just don't think they're. I just don't think either of them are ready to make a deep playoff run. Keep building. Yep. Keep building, Stevie. Yeah, no, this is a good game, too, young quarterbacks going head-to-head. This, I'm glad I stayed away from this game because I probably would have bet the Bengals as well with you, Sterling, because yeah. like, you just don't know what you're going to get with the Chargers. But they showed out today. Um, yeah, Mike Williams had a big day. And Austin Eckler, they didn't do much on the run game. And this let Justin Herbert launch the ball wicked far 
They need, yeah, let them launch. Wicked. Um, few other things. Uh, the Dolphins have won five straight, six straight, five straight. They're now six and seven. I feel uh, like completely under the radar, too. Yeah. Tua, in all honesty, has been a top 15 QB since the trade deadline. Uh, we, I think everybody was out on him. I think there was pressure that got to him because of uh, the Deshaun Watson rumors. And he's put together a pretty good clip since, uh, since the trade deadline. They haven't lost. Um, his stats, touchdown to interception ratio, not that great. But uh, he's completing a lot of passes now. He's at 71% completion percentage for the season. Uh, you know who looks great? My man, Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle. He's, he found his guy. Yeah, and I think Jalen Waddle has to be at around 90, almost 100 receptions this year. I'm not, I, let me look. He has to be somewhere near that. Uh, 77 coming into this game, and he had, uh, I don't know. He's got 103 targets, and he's catching the ball. They he use him in a lot. Nine receptions today. Now, yeah, okay. He, they're using him in a lot of fun ways that I think Debo Samuel-esque is how they're using him, putting him at slot. Uh, on the outside in the backfield a little bit, I think. I might be wrong. Maybe I'm just speaking on my ass there. I don't watch Dolphins games <laughs> that closely, but uh, I really like Jalen Waddle. Looks like a good pick. And Chua deserves, you know, some praise. We, we Everybody slams on him because he's not Herbert. He's not Burrow. Uh, he's not Watson, right? For the good things that Watson is, not the bad things, of course. Of course, he's not any of those. But uh, he's been good. Lately, he's been effective and he's winning games, which is what you want out of a young quarterback. So good job, Tua. Seriously. Yeah, props Balls. to him. Too much hate. Yeah, people were ready to give up on him. Do you know what's crazy? We're going to talk about this at the very end, the college football playoff. The Alabama lineage, it went Jalen Hurts, Tua, Mac Jones, and now Bryce Young is going to win the Heisman and be the first pick next year probably. Yeah, literally five years ago. They never had a good quarterback. Yeah, now they're QBU. Now they're yes, going to have exactly. four starters in the well, NFL. good quarterbacks, but yep. not NFL caliber quarterbacks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, Jim McCarron was good. He was a baller. I thought he was going to be good. Yeah, yeah. okay. McCarron, McCarron was pretty good in college, but like McElroy. Oh, yeah, great McElroy. Like Blake Sims. Like, who yeah. else? Uh, there was a Coker year. Blake Coker, Jake, Jake, oh, Coker, yeah, something like that. Yeah, some Coker, yeah, yeah. And there's who was the more. first one? Who was the first McElroy, one? To... McElroy, no, no, no. The first, uh, like, like big, bust. Got... good, no, good, good one in the NFL. Was it? It would be Hertz, Hertz, because he, he, yeah, he started the he started his freshman year and then he transferred, yeah, yeah, then he transferred. Uh, that and by the way, you want to know what's crazy? And again, we're going to do this at the very end. I, I won't restate these takes if Henry Ruggs, Judy uh waddle uh Devonte smith and there's one other guy that i'm forgetting forgive me they could also be playing at bama all 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 five of the all five of them if they, they yeah still if they would have kept if they would have kept their eligibility yeah they would have been oh. they would have been still able to be there their running backs damian harris um naji harris <laughs> yeah just obviously derrick henry derrick yeah derrick just... henry that's a little older but yes it's just insane. Patrick starts uh, on to like uh, just Josh, keep, keep Josh drafting Jacobs. Alabama guys. Yeah, yeah, Josh Jacobs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're they're a legit factory. Okay. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> and that that is that's touching skill position players. And then like, can Steve we talk said, a little bit college football playoffs? 
Yeah, we're going to at the end. I want to do one thing. Cool. Of course, we can attack Brady, and then we'll move over to college football. Uh, Tom Brady today, I think, sealed MVP. And I've been seeing people try to force Aaron Rodgers and other people in this conversation. Aaron Rodgers isn't in the top 10 in passing yards, okay? You're not – You sorry. Like, you have to at least be relevant statistically. I know that you, you're you they're playing good. They're winning games. Kyler Murray, they're putting him in there. Kyler Murray missed the last three or four games, and they went three and one without him. I mean, MVP, right? I feel like that's the thing. People are going to try to make narratives because it keeps the conversation going and it's something people like debating on, on first take and everything. Brady today um, threw four touchdowns, 368 yards, had the worst play I've ever seen Tom Brady make that lost me a bet. The funniest loss of the weekend for me. Uh, I had bucks six and a half. That's betting. I know this, but this is like the true worst bad beat ever. I don't think Brady, you, they have the ball. They're up 10 with 30 seconds left. Brady throws a pick six on a screen pass to a defensive lineman. Okay. Uh, now that's inexcusable. I won my other bets with the bucks in it, but he had 368 yards, four touchdowns, one pick. Um, listen, if somebody wins the MVP outside of him, I would be shocked. I think it's going to be unanimous. I have a futures bet on Brady. That's why I'm so defensive of, of him winning this, but here are his projected numbers um, right now. And then we can move on to college football. His projected numbers are 67%, 5,000 yards, 44 touchdowns. I think that will lead the league in all, in all three. Not, not passing, no, sorry, not completion. He's, throwing, he's projected to throw 665 passes. So uh, they're really a, a throw-heavy team, and they're going to probably win. Like, they have three losses. I think they might lose that game against the Bills. Wouldn't surprise me, but... Outside of that, I think that's the only hard game, only hard game left. So, and yeah, tomorrow, Mac Jones, Josh Allen, a little matchup of the AFC East to see who's going to be the one seed. This is going to be a big three weeks for both those two teams. The Bills go Patriots, Bucks, Patriots. The Patriots go Bills, Colts, Bills. Those three games for each of those teams is going to say who's going to win the division. Who's probably going to be the one seed. So I'm excited. I, 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 I think the Patriots are going to win. I think I'm, I'm, I'm fully invested. So without further ado, college football playoff. Alabama is playing Cincinnati. George, Michigan is playing Georgia. We're going to discuss these games when, we, when they're the week before they're played, right? We're going to, of course, bet on them. But uh, these last two weeks – I'm not a college football junkie. I watch it sparingly. It's sports on TV. It's football. I love football. I have it on during, during Saturdays. These last two weeks on um, rivalry week, on Thanksgiving weekend, and then conference championship, I didn't take my eyes off uh, college football. That Ohio State-Michigan game, amazing. The Bama-Auburn game, amazing. And then this last week, the Baylor-OK State, um, and then all the all the conference championship games outside of that. What are your takes, immediate takes? How are you feeling, college football playoff? Um, I'm a little surprised that, that Michigan is ranked uh, second over Georgia, even though Georgia got beat handily by Alabama. I think it'll be a much – I mean, if they play again, I think it'll be a much closer game. I'm really excited to see Cincinnati play Alabama. I hope that it's a close game. Um, obviously – Alabama's going to be heavy favorites, but I mean, I, I don't think Cincinnati is a joke. And like, look at the teams that Alabama has lost to. Um, 
Texas A&M. They don't have another loss besides that, but I mean, um, <laughs> I thought I mean, you were going to do historically. I was like, okay, let's go over history. No, no, no. You only no. lose one game every every two years. Yeah, right. Um, no, but I mean, I think I think they can be beat. It's just you know, Alabama. I mean, with Nick Saban, they they they're just they're really good in the playoff. Like obviously, so. Um, but I'm going to be rooting for Cincinnati. Um, number one <laughs> disclaimer uh, to win it all. And then um, I think that Michigan-Georgia game will be really good. Um, I, I'll i be interested to see if Michigan can run the ball as well as they have been against, you know, an SEC defense, uh, you know, probably the best defense in the country. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Steve? Yeah, no, I'm glad that there was a chance for one of these teams that should have been in, but they're not one of the big schools played a big conference actually got in this year. Mm -hmm. So that'll be cool. I mean, unfortunately though, if they get absolutely destroyed, like lose by like 30 or something, like some team like that's probably never going to get in ever again. So no, they're going to expand the playoff though. They're expanding it. So oh, they are expanding. Okay. Yeah. yeah, When they expand it. Yeah. Obviously those kind of teams will get in, but I mean, until then though, if they lose (laughs) no one, no one's getting in, (laughs) but that's not a big power conference team so uh but michigan looks like they're heat they heated it up at the right time to make the playoffs and that game was one of i don't i like legitimately never watch college football games i don't really care for them <laughs> i didn't go to a school that had a college football team so i don't really care so for me i was like eh, i didn't go to college there so it doesn't really matter to me but i've been watching michigan like a lot this year and that game was like actually one of my favorite football games i've watched this year too so uh, I'm excited to watch them and hopefully that I think that in the Georgia game, that's going to be the, the actual good game of the, of the week, unless Cincinnati just says something that no one's expecting. <laughs> so opening lines, Alabama's 13 and a half point favorite over Cincinnati, Georgia's seven points over Michigan. Um, I think Alabama's going to wipe the floor with Cincinnati. I just don't think they have the talent at that school. Uh, Luke Finkel, great coach. Desmond Ritter going to be a, one of the first QBs off the board this year. So, you know, maybe, maybe they can put, do some damage. I, I like Cincinnati. I like their team. They've been good the last two years. I, uh, one of Rowan's really good friends went there for undergrad. So actually I follow him on Instagram and Twitter. So I actually, I, I see a lot of Cincinnati shit. So, uh, happy for them, Alabama, the buzzsaw, you know, we, everybody in the world, thought this Georgia defense is top five ever and it very well might be, but you look at their schedule who Georgia actually beat and who they played uh, their heart. Their first game was against Clemson props to them for scheduling each other. Okay. Number one, but DJ, I'm not going to try to pronounce the last name. Ooh, 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 I'm trying to pronounce it. Yeah. He sucked. Like it disappointing. Everybody thought he was going to continue the Watson to Lawrence to so on so on quarterback uh being being you know a, a, a blue chip prospect he was bad this year and in the first game nobody expected him to be bad or nobody expected that uh clemson team to take a huge step back they got their talent drained in the last two drafts it happens the only team that never gets talent drained is bama that's it that's that's the one yeah and uh it's gonna probably happen to georgia after this year too they're gonna lose Speaking that entire of- defensive front but real quick uh, yeah, yeah. that's their big win. And then they beat, you know, Florida, Kentucky, all these SEC uh, East schools that are having down years and most of them fired their coaches and yeah, they stifled them. They didn't give up points. Their front seven is all NFL players. 
maybe a little overrated. This was the first game where they really played a stacked offensive line. They didn't get much pressure uh, on on Bryce Young. And yeah, I, I don't know. I actually, what I wish would have happened is you let this be a rematch in round one. I wanted it to be Alabama, Georgia, yeah. round one. Rematch right. right away. Let Michigan or Cincinnati get, you know, get to the final. Let that happen because I, I would rather Damn. see that. I want to see Michigan, Cincinnati. We're not going to see that unless they both get to the final. Uh, I do think Michigan has a chance. Aiden Hutchinson is going to be one of the top five people taken in, in the draft. Uh, now, I would take Thibodeau over him. 10 times out of 10, because what you're getting with Thibodeau from Oregon is a mile, a skinnier Miles Garrett, which he's explosive off the line, very quick first step. Aiden Hutchinson is like a diet J.J. Watt. Now, if they live up to their potential, then both players are going to be Hall of Famers. But you want to take, I think, from a defensive line aspect, you want to take the guy that has more explosiveness and he's going to, I, you know, the measurables are going to be off the chart for Thibodeau. So I, he, I think he's going to be the first pick, but Aiden Hutchinson, um, great, great player. And they've when built. When you say diet JJ Watt, do you mean like Joey like, Bosa or Nick Bosa? <laughs> I guess that too. You're right. Yeah. Like Watt? Be, yeah. <laughs> that might be too much credit. I don't think. Or, or TJ Watt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, probably more like that. I don't think uh, Aiden Hutchinson's the type of prospect that the Watt brothers or the Bosa brothers are, but I think he's in that type of realm. Whereas I think Th- Thibodeau is, uh, he's a, he's the freak, right? And I, you know, they failed on that before. Clowney yeah. was a freak, right? And Clowney has had a fine career, but not the career that anybody actually was expecting. They thought he was going to be, yeah. you know, the guy. That's the, yeah. So, sometimes you don't want those <laughs> genetic freaks, like because then Cleo Mack looked better than clowny but he was overlooked because he's not a yeah he he, i Buffalo. mean com- compared to a normal person he's a genetic freak but compared to other nfl players like clowny he's not <laughs> those guys are yeah. massive everybody in the nfl is, it's a joke uh but yeah i'm excited for that michigan georgia game i think that that is going to be close i really don't know why they're using stetson bennett uh i know very again i'm not a college football expert so people that what's actually, the backup's name it's jt daniels who was a starter yeah. coming into the year and he got hurt. And JT Daniels was like the number one recruit to USC. He transferred. Stetson mm-hmm. Bennett's been all over the map. He's he's transferred multiple. He's transferred out. He transferred back in. He's like tw- he's like twenty three years old. He's not going to be in the league. JT Daniels has a is is a <laughs> probably going to be a pro. Maybe never start. He's like a Jake Fromm. But this is what happened a few years ago with uh, Kirby Smart, who's the coach of Georgia. He rolled with Jake Fromm over i think if i'm not mistaken justin fields i think in that game against alabama where you know you have the guy on the bench who is better than your starter and you're you're too afraid to make that change that game against alabama this this year they should not have kept stetson bennett he was playing terrible he was just he was he was seeing ghosts so you make the change or you're going to be failing and i think michigan can uh, can can be effective against them so i'm excited what were you going to say, Benny, a little bit ago? My bad. I went on too long. Oh, no, you were talking about Alabama, how they never get trained as talent. It just made me think, uh, when we were talking about running backs from Alabama, we completely forgot one that, that transferred from Alabama. Who? Alvin Kamara. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's not that back. It, it was like a third string like running back at Alabama, like fourth string. <laughs> one year. All it's their crazy. offensive line every year. It's like. If you're a prospect or if you're a recruit 
and you're getting off and you're a five star. I understand wanting to go somewhere else because you're guaranteed playing time, but you know that if you get on the field at Alabama, you're going to get drafted. Like that's what it is. Yeah, you're going to get a shot at the NFL if you start. And it's, and it's nice because especially with offensive linemen too. If you have other people making you look good and you're not the only the best lineman out there, like you're at a bad team or something, like it's harder for you to stand out. But if you're around a bunch of people and not letting stacks up and doing blocking, like you're gonna, it's yeah. it's gonna make you look better too. Yeah, unless the, you're an absolute freak like Sewell, like from Oregon. So, <laughs> yeah, it's I I'm just I I'm just it's bewildering that Bama is always this good. This is not going to happen for long. Appreciate it if you like Alabama. Detest it if you hate it. But it is, you know, it's the same thing with all these other dynasties across sports, right? Duke did it in basketball for a long time. You now can even look at like college football, like at USC and Texas used to be like the big schools. Like you don't even yeah, have to go outside. Terribly. Of school. They've slipped. They've slipped terribly. It's like yeah. an Alabama. You don't have to look at eventually. other sports. Well, Alabama was terrible before Saban got there. They stunk. They were bad for like two decades. They were literally, I think they went like three and nine the year before they got Saban. Uh, it was not, it was not that school. It was before in like the fifties and sixties, but it was not Bama that we know today before Saban. It's, it's the same with all these schools, USC, Lincoln Riley, finally, right. They got the coach. They're probably going to be great in the, in, in the PAC 12. They're probably going to run that conference because um, what he did was kind of nefarious. He was recruiting all the Southern Cal kids to Oklahoma he switches to Southern Cal. Guess what? They're all going to decommit from Oklahoma and go back to Southern Cal because they committed for the coach, especially the, I think they already got Smart. Malachi. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. He's the 2023 number one quarterback. He's already transferring to USC. Chess. Huh? Chess, not checkers. Yeah. And you have a lot of these other hires, Venables, that Clemson DC is taking over in Oklahoma. I think that's a good Interesting. hire. Uh, you have Cristobal probably going to Miami. That's an on-story. Miami sucks, but Oregon's gonna have an opening. Rumors, Chip Fickle? Kelly. What about Rumors. Fickle? Fickle Stain. Good for him. Brian Kelly to LSU developed a fake accent very quickly. Did you know? That's funny. His daughter has a TikTok account, and I got I saw a video of her on the For You page about Brian Kelly. I commented, and my comment got a lot of likes. Because I said, how, how was your dad so quick to adapt a Southern accent? Mm-hmm. One of the first comments got, got hey, hater. Why well, I don't like Brian Kelly. Daughter? I think I don't like, I don't like Brian Kelly. I think he's a bad coach. I you don't need to harass his daughter. That's not harassing. She made the, she made a joke about going to, she's a senior at Notre Dame and she's like, I'm getting booed in the hallways. Oh damn. Joke. She's not actually getting booed in the hallways. Notre Dame students are like jeering her. Yeah, it's not like she's going to transfer to LSU, a state school. (laughs) (laughs) From Notre Dame, yeah. Uh, But basically, the thing is this. We're going to see, I think this year, I think Bama's going to win it all. That's my prediction. Um, But I'd like to see Michigan do it. I would. I'd like to see Michigan. Obviously, Cincinnati. But if we're being, I think there's three teams that can actually win it all. Cincinnati has to go through, (laughs) they'd have to go through Alabama, <clears throat> and then Georgia and Michigan. Excuse me. That's just <clears throat> excuse me. That's just too hard. What do you think, Benny? Who's your winner? Of the playoff? Yep. Uh, uh, I don't want to pick Alabama, but no Michi. Alabama. Michi or Mechi? Michi? He's out for the he got towards ACL. I think he's Mechie. gonna be a great pro. Minchi, yeah. Oh yeah. But well, I gotta Alabama. Go to Alabama. Yeah. Steven. I'm hoping Michigan or Cincinnati. That's that's my that's what I'm mm-hmm. rooting for. 
I'm gonna be rooting for Michigan. Just I, I in any sport, I hate seeing the same team win every single year, or being at least like the favorite every single year. So I, I like Michigan. I, I think they'll do good. But like, if I had to like put my life savings on it, obviously I'm gone Bama, Alabama. Right? <laughs> yeah, I've gone Bama like eleven times out of ten. <laughs> yeah, it's a safe bet. I uh, yeah, I'm the same boat. Real quick, and then we'll get out of here. Benny, what do you think about the uh, MLB lockdown? Oh, Benny Baseball Corner offseason edition. Hey, if they need replacement players. Ooh, you're, you're, out, you're rendering your services. I'm putting my name in the hat. Oh, I like the idea of that. Let's get you, let's yeah, get you on the yeah. Rockies. Let's go. Do you think they're going to be – Would that be funny? Imagine, imagine they have like – they need – or like say there's a lockout. They, they, they're like on strike and they need replacement players and they're just like – they have open tryouts like in every city for players. <laughs> I'm you know going. What? I'm going to. I would go to the uh, stadium in Denver. Benny, the Break. the video of you hitting that absolute piss missile that you posted on Instagram. That was. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. Benny used to. You'll, Benny was like that. Yeah, dude. I was like, I I rewatched it like four times in a row. I was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> smacked the shit out of that ball. Hey, blind squirrel flies in uh, every once in a while, boys. Yeah. Yeah, you want a power hitter? With your, yeah, because it didn't. It didn't have a lot of lift on it, but it you could tell from the sound that was gone all it the did, way. It did get out quick. Let and me yeah, ask you a question, Benny. A little Manny Machado uh, liner home run. Thanks for gassing me up. That's why yeah, I'm here. Sterling's going to try to shit on me real quick. No, I'm not. I'm not. I was, I, I'm, I was, I'm here to lift up my friends. I was going to change the subject. You. I don't want to hear any more, any more uh, ball gurgling from Steve. Hey, I, I, gave, <laughs> I gave Sterling one of the best summers. Um, or probably my dad did actually. It's like two weeks. Or it's like it's it not that long, but it's like two weeks. Yeah, it was like two weeks. But well, like two, yeah, it was two weeks. Two weeks of going <laughs> to Rainier's games for free and drinking as much beer as possible. I got shit faced every game. Yeah. It was it was pretty fun. They stopped serving at was, seven p.m., so you had to go right at right or at seventh inning. You had to go right right at the bottom of the sixth and two outs to get your two beers because you had to let them last the rest of the game. You had to go slow. I remember I was at a random range. <laughs> Year's game. I like looked into the like I saw. I was like, oh, there's Benny. I forgot that he was on. The, I didn't even get tickets from you. I was just at that game. Yeah, that's. Oh, see, I'm never. I'm I, never I walking to saw, I actually saw a couple of people that um, like I knew just from Lacey, Olympia, Tomwater area in, you know, in the uh, like what's it, the Diamond Club or whatever, walking like by the the, the Summit Club clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, whatever it's called. Yeah, that's pretty funny. No, it's hilarious. I'm gonna tell my kids. I saw, I saw Jared Kelnick play for the Rainiers. I saw Julio Rodriguez next year play for the Rainiers, and I saw Benny play for the yeah. Rainiers. I booed them all. Um, hey, you know, I moved on from baseball to pursue podcasting. You know, it's a good choice. Ma- a manscaped- better career trajectory. Your, knee, your knees will work better in 20 years. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> but okay, you don't really have many thoughts about the baseball lockout except that you'll go try out. That's that's very yep, constructive. That's that's a, that's a good the, take. The only thing I hate about the lockout is there's still so many great free agents that are left that can't get signed now. Here's the thing. The Mariners aren't going to get any of them, and we have to accept that. And if they do get them, they're not going to do good for the Mariners. It's a sad – They already got Robbie Ray. Nice. Cool. God, ooh, I mean, one he, good he won the Cy Young, didn't he? Okay, undeserved Cy Young. Okay, it's a subjective oh, award up. voted on by the rioters. It should have been Garrett Cole. Go look at stats. Garrett Cole is much better. And he's pitching big games. Robbie Ray, get the hell out of here. Robbie Ray, one good season. Happy that they got him. Overpay, in my opinion. But uh, there's an out after three years. So if he sucks, he sucks. I know the market. I understand the market. I just wouldn't pay the, the 
the big names. I think the Scherzer deal is terrible. He's 37 coming off an elbow problem. Now he's been super consistent, right? He's an all-time great, but 45 million a year. It's just hilarious that you can't believe writers anymore because they're like, oh, yep, he's going to end his career on the West Coast, one of the West Coast scenes. Maybe maybe the Giants goes on the complete opposite coast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, money's what matters. I mean, I'm sick of people saying that. No one else offered him anything like that. That's why he went there. Oh, yeah, and and Steve Cohen or whatever, their their owner, he wants to win, and I I respect that. It's not my money. I'm never going to – the only thing is is if I'm a fan of a team – no salary cap, but I still know that my, that the owner is going to pick, you know, one or two guys are not going to spend too much. That's when you're constructive. Steve Cohen doesn't care about a luxury tax. They'll sign everybody. Good for him. He could do that. Uh, it's same with soccer, right? You know, you know, like if you like Manchester United, they're not going to drop trowel for everybody. They got one or two big signings. That's when you construct, because guess what? If they sign the wrong guy, they ain't going to go back into the piggy bank and get somebody else. This is baseball too. The Mariners are going to probably get somebody like Chris Bryant. That's good. I'd like that. They don't have a, they don't have a new third baseman, consistent hitter. He can play anywhere. (laughs) That'd be a good signing. But what if he, you know, washes up pretty quickly? They can't get out. They could, they could trade it, but I mean, they're not going to dip into the well next summer and that or next winter. That's where the problems lie. If we can't talk about the marriage for a sec, at least they're, they're building people who can at least like hit consistently. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not super old. They're not super old too. Yeah. And they're getting, they're getting the rookie of the year back. They're they Adam Fraser is a great trade. Like oh my god, the middle of the Yeah, no, but like comparatively, he's much better than what we had last year for the Mariners at second base. So that's true. I've just watched Mariners my my life, and they have true. not. They didn't have Kyle them. Lewis at all this last year, huh? Uh-uh. they did not, and they'll have him back uh, yeah. next year. But well, that's that, like saying clinics. My real question. My real question is: Does Julio Rodriguez make it up to the big leagues next year? Well, he only made it to double A this year, and he's on the he's on the roster, so he'll probably be starting at least with the Rainiers. Um, no, I don't know that, where are they going to put him though now. No, sometimes how it works is they go double A and then they play like a week in Triple A and go to the MLB. Like it's you well, know, that's what that's yeah. what Kelnick did. I watched like oh yeah, he's not going to play if Julio Rodriguez goes Triple A. It's for like a week yeah. or two weeks. That's but it. I just don't know who they're going to play in the outfield. Like they were they going to put they're going to take <laughs> Mitch Andrews is their best hitter. Like they're going to. Kelnick's I don't know what they're gonna do, and they have Kyle Lewis back. So. Well, Kelnick sucks. So I mean, there, there you go. That's where you, that's where you get out of there. Okay, you batted one hundred. What? So, I mean, <laughs> let's let's like twenty. It's like twenty one. I know, but guess what? You bat one hundred. It's okay. We I've seen enough. Let, let me get let me get a new blood in there. I'll tell you this. Baseball definitely does not work like that. <laughs> you bat one hundred. You're off my team. That's how I'm gonna work it. If he has any, he has he lost his value. He has no trade value now. He's dust. They should try to get rid of him. Do a sign and trade. Chris Bryant or. Uh, Correa isn't going to sign there. He's going to get too much money. But okay, that's enough baseball. We talked too much baseball. Jesus. Mac Jones, Josh Allen. I'm so excited. And then a Pacific Pro Final on Tuesday, which I'm going to fail. Fun, fun, fun. Okay. Thank you, boys. We'll be back. Bing bong. Fix.